My name is Zach Arnold, and I'm a former Hollywood film and television editor turned career strategist and the creator of Optimize Yourself, where I help artists, creatives, and storytellers just like you design the more balanced, more sustainable, and more fulfilling creative career that you deserve. In a nutshell, I'm Tim Ferriss meets Ted Lasso, minus the mustache, because I am obsessed with both learning everything I can about optimizing human potential while also inspiring you to realize yours. If you are ready to step outside your comfort zone, let's dive right in and unlock the optimized version of you. Hello, and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast, where I share honest and candid conversations with best-selling authors, world-class athletes, Hollywood legends, elite experts in a variety of fields, as well as everyday people that are achieving extraordinary things. It means the world to me that with all the podcast choices out there, you have chosen to invest your valuable time, energy, and attention with me. Now, before we get started, don't forget to visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast so you can subscribe, leave a review, and so you can also download your unique customized podcast playlist where I'm going to send you the five best expert interviews from our archives to help you achieve your specific goals. So on that note, without further ado, let's get right to today's guest. And today's mini episode is the latest edition of my Case of the Mondays newsletter, which is a free newsletter that I send out exclusively to my subscribers every Monday morning. And it contains my latest thoughts, strategies, and tips for better managing the crazy balancing act between work and life. I don't know about you, but I would rather design a career where I am excited about Mondays instead of dreading them. To be the first to receive next week's newsletter, to read today's episode in addition to listening to it, and for access to all of the past newsletters in the case of the Monday's archives, simply visit optimizeyourself.me slash Mondays. As we have simultaneously watched the entertainment industry implode in front of our eyes alongside the meteoric rise of artificial intelligence, and for those of you post-production peeps, now we're watching the sale of Avid, I swear I've done my best to share what I believe to be sound strategies to weather this once-in-a-generation storm and also thrive after it passes. And by the way, this too shall pass. As I have stated in previous newsletters, I believe that we are witnessing the slow but inevitable transition of modern industrialized society from specialization back to generalization. And in this disruption, I see tremendous opportunity, not only for us as individuals, but collectively as a society. And I'm not just talking about new ways to earn income using our existing skills, although there are plenty of those. I see the opportunity to build more fulfilling lives, whereby our identities are no longer tied to our job titles. But unfortunately, not everybody agrees with the value of career diversification. Here are just a few of the many, many comments that I've received over the last couple of weeks. Ugh, this is the most depressing thing you've ever written, that AI is going to dictate our lives from now on. This is not the time or place to see a business opportunity. Personal empowerment is coming at the expense of the collective, which spreads the idea that we are all going to be diminished. I just want to create full-time, not become a jack-of-all-trades. I want to focus my energies, not scatter them all over. Now, I'd first like to clear up the confusion around why I believe career diversification is the wave of the future and how it helps us reconnect with who we are and how we bring value to the world beyond what it says on our resumes. And by the way, resumes are a topic that I'm going to get into much more in depth in a couple of weeks. 
Now, the first point to clarify is that I am not saying our choices are binary, i.e. there are only two paths forwards, meaning path one is that we continue to specialize in a single craft or skill set and develop a high level of expertise only to watch a lifetime of creative mastery get replaced by plugins and automation. Or, of course, path two is that we generalize, we spread our focus thinly across multiple skill sets, we accept that we need five different jobs to survive, and thus we become a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, devaluing our skills, our industry, and thus ourselves. In this current disruption, I see tremendous opportunity that few others seem to recognize that combines the best of both paths, and that is path number three. Generalization provides us the freedom to simultaneously become a jack-of-all-trades and a master of one. Yes, I believe that we can have our cake and eat it too. Now, the second point that I need to clarify is my statement that artificial intelligence will undoubtedly shrink the workforce. Now, I now realize and I have to apologize that I've communicated this unclearly. History has proven over and over that rapid technological advancement often creates new job opportunities, which is an assertion that I agree with 100%. So to clarify this statement, I should instead say that artificial intelligence will undoubtedly phase out existing job roles, but also bring tremendous opportunity for new ones if we are willing to adapt. And yes, here is history repeating itself. When the entertainment industry permanently transitioned from shooting 35 millimeter film to exclusively shooting digitally, and by the way, the timing of this is kind of murky, but for the sake of argument, let's call this 2012. The workforce of 35 millimeter film camera operators was decimated. You could most likely list on a single hand the number of people in 2023 who make a living as a 35 millimeter film camera operator in Hollywood, and they all probably work for Christopher Nolan. However, if you compare the number of people who made a living primarily as a camera operator in 2012, which was 16,410, with the number of people who make a living primarily as a camera operator today, which is 22,970, the transition from film to digital helped expand the job market of camera operators by almost 40%. With more advanced technology came cheaper cameras and the ability to shoot with more of them. Now, I distinctly remember editing season four of Burn Notice, which was the first season that was shot digitally as opposed to Super 16. The amount of daily shot on a daily basis was two to three X the volume of film because they were shooting not just with one camera, but two or three cameras for almost every scene. And with the addition of each camera came not only an additional operator, but also a host of other crew members, not to mention the additional number of post-production personnel that were required to process the increased volume of digital metadata. With every exponential change in technology comes a wave of panic, then misunderstanding, and ultimately inflated expectations and crazy amounts of hype, all of which can be summed up in a simple graph, which is called the Gartner Hype Cycle. And for those of you that are listening, I have a copy of this. Just go ahead and go to optimizeyourself.me slash newsletters to see this latest newsletter and this image. Now, with the latest introduction of advanced language models and generative AI, we immediately presume that everybody is going to be replaced by technology. We are soon going to realize that AI cannot do everything for everyone at the push of a button, and it will still largely require human intervention to provide optimal results. All of those hyped expectations will not be met, and then we will be, as it says in the image, in the trough of disillusionment. 
As we continue to adapt, however, we will ultimately climb the slope of enlightenment and develop a symbiotic relationship where AI is just the next tool to make us more productive and enhance our creativity. That is, by the way, as long as we ruthlessly fight for legal protections from plagiarism and the abuse of this technology by corporations that are just trying to save a buck. But those are both topics for another day. I see the latest wave of artificial intelligence having a similar effect on creatives that digital did to camera operators, whereby many existing job roles that are centered around highly specialized, repeatable, and data-driven tasks are virtually going to disappear, but ultimately we're going to end up needing even more people to match the insatiable demand that is to come for highly customized content. Now, the 35 millimeter camera operators who identified as film camera operators and they refused to adapt, well, guess what? They became obsolete. However, the 35 millimeter camera operators who instead chose to focus on their much more important creative abilities to operate any camera, choose the right lens for the right emotion, and frame a shot in such a way that it tells a specific story, well, they simply had to learn how to adapt their specialized skills with new technology. Hence the idea of the jack of all trades and master of one. With this disruption comes our opportunity to return to the essence of what sets us apart from the machines and makes us irreplaceable, which is our creativity. If we are willing to diversify our technical skills and embrace AI, and of course with proper regulations, I believe this new technology allows us to learn so many new skills and crafts with a much shorter learning curve, all while bringing value in our own unique and irreplaceable ways. For example, had you asked me 10 years ago, what do you do for a living? I would have responded with, well, I added television. Now, if you were to ask me how I make a living, I would respond with, I connect seemingly random story points and ideas, and I communicate them in an easy to understand, entertaining, and emotionally engaging way. Simplifying the complex is my specialty. What has given me a tremendous amount of job security is not my specialty, however, but instead how I have diversified the singular specialty into an array of different ways to generate income that includes editing, podcasting, coaching, writing, and speaking, just to name a few. On the surface, I appear to be a jack of all trades. Underneath the surface, however, I am a master of one. If editing Cobra Kai were the only way to support my family right now, I would be screwed. But given how much I've diversified the different ways that I can bring value to the world with one specific specialty, I can still support my family in the midst of this storm. Let me leave you with this. You are not your resume. If you are concerned that artificial intelligence is going to replace your job, it is time to stop focusing on the job titles on your resume and instead focus on how you uniquely bring value to the world. Ask yourself the following questions. What is the essence of what you do best that has made you valuable in every job that you have excelled at in the past? What would others say are your greatest strengths? What valuable knowledge or skills do you possess that few others have? What would you do for a living even if you weren't getting paid? What is your zone of genius? I look forward to helping you find the answers to what I believe are the most important questions that are going to allow us to develop career resilience in the face of AI.